and welcome to Weird Parents, the podcast where we talk about how weird it is being a parent. My name is Coop and I'm joined by my very spread-eagled wife, Oh my god, Sammy. Right, that's one way to start the bloody <laughs> podcast, friend. I'm not, you've got a thing about me being spread-eagled on this sofa. I'm not spread-eagled. I'm sat with my, I'm sat comfortably. No, you're not naked, but like you, your legs are open. Your yeah. Your legs elevated. Yeah. One of them is. It's comfy. It's but if you were comfy. naked... You would call that spread eagled. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. Okay. But I'm comfortable. Welcome you, back, folks. <laughs> would you rather I was not comfortable? No. I love it when you're comfortable. Thank you. You're very smiley and happy like exactly. this. Exactly. Content is the word. Content. Also, I'm making room for the dog. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon they can hear her sleeping? Yeah. That was a very soft little snooze. She's not snoring. She's very quiet snooze. She doesn't snore because she's not brachycephalic and she has a nice airway. All right, shots fired. Well, we'll start that's that that is a good segue because this is this episode we're going to be chatting about our little bugbears in parenting, aren't we? It's the uh the spicy takes. Spicy takes. That's my spot. That's my spicy takes on dog sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so unpopular parenting opinions this week. Yeah. So yeah, we're talking about controversial things to say, mm-hmm. hot takes, all that kind of shit. We're little little trigger warning. If any of this upsets you, it is um, just an opinion. Yeah. At it's, the end of the day, everyone's got them, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they're like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yeah. Just Generally. don't show them to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Please don't. Yeah. Well, how do you want to start this? Do you want to start with ones that I found on the internet? Yeah, go for it. Okay, right. Let's do some, uh, what's the word? A amuse, moose bouche. M- is that What's the plural of oh, moose bouche? No, I have no freaking idea. You're the English lit bouches? person. That's French. <laughs> it's French. Moujis, <laughs> bouches. <laughs> okay, right. This is from the website mamamia.com. Oh, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to break into song then. <laughs> Mamma Mia, here I come again. Okay, this is from the website mamamia.com, and this is forty mums share their unpopular parenting opinions. Dun dun dun! Go for it. So, can I also just say that when it comes to parenting, there's everyone's got opinions, and you're going to upset somebody. Yeah, you can say anything. Some people are so easily triggered. In this realm. Yeah. You can and say judgy. anything and, and get judgy. judged for it. Yeah. yeah. What's something you've been judged for? Oh, mate, I've been judged for everything. I've been judged for breastfeeding past six months. I've been judged for formula feeding alongside breastfeeding. I've been judged for using cloth nappies. I've been judged for baby led weaning. I've been judged for puree. I've been judged for... <laughs> going back to work i've been judged for letting your kids swear letting your kids swear (laughs) i've been judged for keeping a reactive dog while having kids i've been judged for loads of things loads of things as a parent mums get it in the neck don't they oh god yeah dads don't really get it judge having a c-section oh yeah i remember that i remember that yeah like having a c-section yeah it's like and but you know I can turn around now and say I've done both. Yeah. But you know still get judged for that. Yeah, you will get judged no matter what you do. Whereas dads don't get it at all. Nope. Like I can't really think of anything where someone's been like, oh, that's a questionable no parenting decision. You get all the positives you see. For example, and I I shared a I did a story about it like about me going back to work. 
you know, we'll cover this obviously when we do cover that topic. But I said, you know, what do people think about you taking over the paternity care? And uh, the majority of the people are like, wow, that's amazing. And you got the old person being like, no, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But that's but what frustrates are, me. Are their partners fucking useless? But, <laughs> but, but what frustrates me is it's we get to, we get slagged off for going back to work too quickly, or we get judged. You for taking for actually being with you know having time with the child. So much praise, so much praise. We're not praised for looking after our kids. It's just expected. Yeah. Alas, you are also a parent. I know. So, daddy, I hate the term daddy daycare. So do I. It's the worst, or, isn't it? Oh, aren't you lucky that he's looking after the kids? No. no. No, aren't you lucky he's babysitting the kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not babysitting, he's parenting. Yeah. Really annoys me. Oh, has he got both of them? Yes, last time I checked, they both came from his knackers. Yes. He is with both of them. Let's not talk about knackers, all right? Sensitive, okay. sensitive subjects okay, still. Okay, let's not talk about knackers. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bit of respect at this time, please. R.I.P. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> but yeah, mamamia.com, okay? Let's do some unpopular parenting opinions. Let's go for it. Okay. First one. Mm-hmm. I have never washed any of my kids' hair. They are nine, seven, and two. It gets wet from the shower, but they don't stink. I mean, okay. You do you, and hair does clean itself after a while. But, like, what about... Uh, does she just keep her kid's hair short then? Because... I, that's what I don't know. Like, I'm you guessing... have to tie Bee's hair up in the morning, otherwise there's breakfast in it all the time. Exactly. If you've got long hair, you kind of need to wash it in some way, especially if it's, like, thick hair. Yeah. Condition it, at I'm least. I'm not saying do it every day. I mean, like, with shrimps this time around, we have not bathed her half as much as we used to bath Oh, God, Bee. no. Bee used to get a daily bath, mm-hmm. didn't she? Well, not a nightly routine, bath. Not routine, where shrimps were like, should we chuck her in with Bee tonight? Yeah, let's do <laughs> Every now and again. <laughs> Poor baby's just like, I smell like cheese. But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't wash my hair that often when I was a, you know, a kid. Mm. Not until no, I, I go, became a teenager. No, and that always used to be because my mum, being a hairdresser, would always say you can strip all the natural oils out of your hair. Yeah. So I do get that, but I would just want to know, do you keep their hair short or always up in that case? Yeah. Because if you don't have conditioner, like, Bee's hair would be a nightmare without conditioner. Yeah. Because it's so curly. So curly. Yeah. Uh, Number two, no mobile phones until they can pay for it themselves. I agree with that. Really? Yes. Why? Don't need to. Why are they going to When are they going to pay for it themselves when they're like 16? I had my first job at 14. Yeah, but did you pay for your own phone? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. When did you get I your phone? I always paid for my own phone. When did you get your first phone? I got my first phone when I was... So the first mobile phone I got was my dad's old one, which had snake on it. It was just a brick and that's all I used it for was a snake. Yeah, but who paid for it? No one paid for it because I didn't. I wasn't allowed any text messages or phone calls on it. I literally just had it for the game. Was not allowed anything on it. No, you can check my... You can ask my parents this. Nobody paid for it. My first actual phone, I was in middle school... What was the last year of middle school? What do you mean, what was the last year of middle school? How old are you then? 12, 13. Yeah, it was my first phone. And I think, okay. to be fair, and I think at that point, I mean, my mum probably put like emergency, like a five pound yeah. thing on there for texting I used to get a five calls. pound credit but every now and again. But the moment I got my job at 14, working at that preschool, I paid for it. Shit, son. Mm-hmm. Your sisters didn't. No. <laughs> no, they bloody didn't. And to be fair, I'm sure they've only recently stopped paying for it. Now. In I'm their joking. 20s. I'm joking. But yeah. You're not. 
But yeah, no, I did. I paid for it. Okay. But you agree with that? You don't think? I th- I don't know. I think it was a different time back then, actually. Maybe now it would be different because so much of their lives will be, unfortunately, online. Yeah. It's hard. I will have to cross that bridge when I come to it. It's, this is Our generation will really struggle with this because it's a real jump. Like, yeah. it, social media and everything wasn't such a big thing for us. So we didn't deal with it in our childhood and our parents wouldn't know how to deal with it. So we are the first generation that has to deal with it. Yeah. Um, and I'm in honest, all honesty, I don't know. I, I still don't want her to have a mobile phone until she like needs it. For example, until she's out and about. Yeah, it depends. Really. But like if I've got an old one kicking around, I'd give that to be like when she's older, obviously. Yeah. I got my first phone when I was like 10. Mm. But again, that was like a, a 3310. Yeah which just had snake on it uh-huh. and emergency numbers. Yeah. I was probably about 10, yeah, this maybe is younger. It. It's different now. It's not just a phone. that they, It's not like a phone. It's a computer in their hand. Yeah, it's it's a connection to the worldwide it everything. Is, yeah, and that scares me. <laughs> it does. Some You're scary scared. shit on the It online. is. It's fucking scary, man. Yeah. Okay, we don't have to worry about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. Okay. We... we allow plenty of poo... Fart, etc. Jokes. You. They know it has a time and a place. You. Yeah. You, you agree with that. I agree with that too. If you're not telling your kids fart, poo, and wee jokes, what jokes are you telling them? B loves doing the toilet thing from Bluey at the minute, doesn't she? Oh yeah. This Thanks is for, the lid of my toilet. Thanks for cleaning my toilet. Yeah. Yeah. She loves doing that. Lift the lid. Mm-hmm. Swirl it around. Take it out. Thanks for cleaning my toilet. Yeah. She loves that. You don't just get a prize for showing up. There are winners and losers in life, and the lessons for that start with pass the parcel. All right, Lucky's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree with the pass the parcel thing. Do you? See, no, I don't Do know. Do one big prize I at the end. Maybe when they get a bit older, but at their current age. Oh, when they're like, little, B's, tiny. These last party, I went into a panic because an extra kid showed up, and I was like, shit, there's not another layer. And I haven't but got you just put sweet. like a little sweet in between. You we just put a went toy up and gave anything. that kid a sweet, didn't we? Yeah, we just put sweets in between each layer. Yeah. And then the last prize is like, not a big prize, but a, yeah, a prize. prize. Yeah. yeah, what about the whole competition thing? Like, do you agree with that? It's, yeah, I do. I do. Because sometimes some kids are naturally competitive. B is naturally competitive. She has got my sister, like my sister. She is like my sister in competitiveness. Yeah. So much so. And for some kids, that drive is really important. All of your family are competitive. Yeah, you're right. We all are. <laughs> we all are. But I generally will get to a point that I'll be like, I'll give up. Yeah. But. Like Chloe, my sister, she was a competitive gymnast and she's obviously now a bodybuilder. She has that competitive streak and has always needed that drive. Drive. Yeah. It's done her. But the it's not good. the be all and end all, isn't it? No, but then vice versa, we've seen how badly it affected her losing mm. and stuff in gym. Yeah. So it's hard. I think there needs to be a balance. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with having that competitive streak. I think it's actually quite a natural thing yeah survival yeah. it's a nat- very natural sort of feeling but like rejection you've got to kind of deal you've with it you've got to be able to deal with yeah. not like winning with not winning yeah but it's, it's a balance it's a balance i don't think you should literally be like you have got to win and if you don't win you are a loser yeah and yeah like, make them feel shit about it 
But, you know, if you win, you win. Like, we've got a bit of an issue at the minute with B thinks everything is a race. Yeah. I don't, we don't know but what... But I want to win. Yeah, so I'm just it. walking up the stairs, mate. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> exactly. And we've not taught her that. She's just got that drive. Yeah, yeah. Of, I'm going to beat you. Because I'm, I'm not win. competitive. You are not competitive at all. You, you, you get pissed off with how uncompetitive. so easily, and I hate it. I hate it. Everything my, fam- my family have ever done has been competitive, be it playing badminton in the summer yeah. to... I don't know. I don't I like... There's certain things that I, like, get competitive at. Maybe like team, I like team games. Mm. Like if there's a team thing. You get quite competitive when we play Mafia. Yeah, like that's yeah. a team game, yeah. isn't it? Whereas if it's just like a, oh, I have to win this. I'm like, oh, I can't be fucked with that. Like when we did the escape room with your family, that was, you guys were shocking. <laughs> shocking. We went in there so competitive. Yeah. But the two most competitive people out of that whole situation were me and your sister-in-law. And we're both not actually... Shout blood, out, Vicky. Shout out, Vicky. We're not blood related. So that makes sense. We were, we were oh, both yeah. like, we are going Everyone gonna, else was we Cooper, are, Cooper, non-competitive. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to beat this. Vic starts beating up one of the props to the point that the voiceover has to be like, please don't hurt me. <laughs> please stop. <sighs> yeah. All right. I let my kids drink coffee and tea. Mm. My kids are eight, 10 and 10. And they all have a mobile phone. Don't know why that's uh, relevant. Uh, but most disagree with me. But that's my opinion. I I drank tea around that age. Tea? Yeah, yeah I drank tea. I didn't like tea, so I didn't really drink it. I didn't drink coffee because I didn't like it. But yeah. I didn't drink tea. I actually said to B today about, what was it? I said, mummy needs mummy had a coffee or something. She asked, what was I having coffee? And she went, when can I have coffee? I said, you're not having coffee. It'll make you crazy. Like, huh, yeah. <laughs> I think like eight, nine and ten is okay. Like one cup of tea or something a day. I used to have a cup two. of tea at breakfast. That's when I started yeah. having my cup of tea in the morning, but really milky. Like it was p- pretty much just warm milk with a tea bag dunked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a strong black like tea. Like a green tea would be fine. Yeah. A green tea or like a her- well, herbal tea is usually caffeine yeah. free. But yeah, I don't know about black tea or... The thing is, people, people go panic about the caffeine aspect of it, but then people are giving their kids a shit ton of chocolate at oh, that yeah. point. <laughs> exactly. Cho- chocolate and Coke it's have got, got so enough much... caffeine yeah, in them. exactly. So I don't know. Again, I don't. I think eight's a little bit too young. Yeah. <laughs> my my mum can't get over the fact that me and you have a coffee as soon as we wake up, can she? Yeah. She's like, oh, I can't. That's if the, That generation drinks it so late in the day. She's like, I can't even think about having a coffee until gone midday. I'm like, <laughs> That's what? when I stopped drinking. Yeah, and she's like, like, but I love having a coffee at around three, four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, if I had a coffee at three, four in the afternoon, I would not be going to bed. Yeah. Although that is like, like an after dinner coffee is so, so good. See, I don't like drinking an after dinner coffee. Yeah, no, you shouldn't do it. Because it's again. Good. It's not good. It's not good, is it? But. No. Also, I think I don't like drinking it because I have IBS. <laughs> True. If I've had a massive meal, which has been a, probably in a social situation anyway, which triggers my IBS. <laughs> I've like had a some three, pasta. A three-course meal, yeah. Oh, no, carbs. Um, but, and then a coffee on top. Danger gonna, zone. It's never going to end well. Because you can guarantee this bitch has ordered something with cream for dessert. <laughs> you can guarantee. It, it's not going to end well. Okay, another one. No tablets on car trips. Let them be bored. Bored is good. That's you. You have that feeling. I say that, yeah. Me and you have a slight differing opinion on this. What's the differing opinion? I don't mind them having something to do in the car for long journeys. I don't mind if they watch a DVD player or watch a 
I've yeah, Being I don't their, I don't agree with tablet. it. Not One because I don't think it's safe. Right. Because like obviously they could hit themselves in the face uh-huh. while you're driving. Uh-huh. But boredom's good. It's good for kids. Like obviously if they're not chronically bored, where they spend the whole day going, I'm bored. That's not fair. That's our child. But like a, <laughs> a car journey, they don't need entertaining on a car journey. You've got the freaking window to look out of. We always no, listen to music or I don't something. Agree. I think that they should be allowed to watch a movie. I had a little portable I DVD. Spy. I had a little portable DVD player. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just I just looked out the window. Did I used to love car game? journey. Did you yeah. play the running game in your mind? Yeah, the little man. Now, what was yours? Was yours a man? Yeah. Mine was never human. What was it? It's always some like animal. It's always like a lion or a bear ah. or like a wolf. Yeah. Or a horse jumping things. When I was really young, I used to pretend that the moon was chasing us. Look out the window and be like, oh, it's chasing us. That was my little game. That must have got boring after a while, though. No, like, because it, like, it would, like, go behind houses and then come back out again. You wow. absolute loser. I know, well, I was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I think boredom's good because it lets their mind, like, wander. It's not that constant stimulation where when you're in a fucking house, mm. when you're home... The TV's on. Be- you're shouting. Yeah. The dog's running around. Yeah. Like it's constant, like you're, going you're on. Right. Where when you're in a car, you just shut out a little yeah. bit. Well, it's like B will make up little games in the car seat. You hear her, don't you? She's like playing with her shoes. Yeah. Oh, it's so freaking cute. <laughs> yeah. She's at that age now where she can mm. pick up whatever. Yeah. Like she just start her a spoon. She can just pick up her I'll spoon he- and I'll play a, her a game making, with it. Making up games of her shoes in the back of the car. <laughs> and I look in the mirror and like shrimps <laughs> is just watching her like. What are you doing? Okay, another one. Mm-hmm. My six-year-old still sleeps with us most nights. Children should feel their parents' bedroom is always safe. Yes, I completely agree with that. I Absolutely. I agree with that. 100%. I always let my babies come into my bed if they need to. B went through stages of co-sleeping, didn't mm-hmm. she? Where, I don't know, six months old, she slept co-slept for a little bit yeah. and then went back to her own bed. Mm-hmm. Then... We sp- I think it was actually while we were recording podcasts, but like it was like a good six months to a year, wasn't it? Where yeah. she slept in our bed. Well, she'd sleep in her own bed, then wake up and come and to our bed. bed. And like would sleep in our bed for the rest of the night. Yeah, it's fine. And then she, she just stopped doing it. Yeah, and she's done it all on her own accord. It's very, you're not going to get an 18 year old sleeping in their mum's bed. Like at some point, sleep is developmental. They will do it at some point. And it's very natural for children to want comfort and water or anything or toilet anything because her thing is if she wakes up in the night say she needs the loo or anything yeah she then wants a cuddle she's yeah. fine have a cuddle have a little cuddle i mean at the minute when we've got shrimps we just have to say to her right you've got to go straight to sleep yeah. you can't sit in our bed and chat to us because you'll wake your sister up <laughs> so her go-to is she then hates like, that. okay daddy come down and sleep over in my room <laughs> yeah exactly sleep on my floor yeah all right i think you'll agree with this one but no, you don't have to hug granddad or grandma or that random uncle if you don't want to. Yeah, 100% agree with that as well. Yeah, you same. You need to teach your children to um, have body autonomy. The hardest thing I'm finding is teaching B that people can say no to her now. Um, she's struggling with that. I think because it's it's a hard con- it's just a hard concept to understand, isn't it? But yeah, it's... Some of our family members really struggle with that, though, don't they? You can see Yeah. It. They want to hug and kiss her and grab her. Yeah. 
But we don't make a big deal out of it. We just say she doesn't like goodbyes and she doesn't have to say goodbye if she doesn't want to. She hates saying goodbye, she hates doesn't saying she? Goodbye. I do think a lot some of that's a lockdown thing. Yeah. But yeah, hugging and stuff, like I used to I used to dread saying goodbye to old older relatives because they would always come in for a hug and a kissy when I didn't want one. It was always a smooch. Oh, it was wasn't always it? a smooch. Yeah. A grab and a smooch on the face. Yeah. That's the yeah, I used to hate the grabby thing. Yeah. You're just saying about bodily autonomy mm -hmm. but like that kind of feeds into like the body parts thing as well isn't it like yeah knowing the anatomy the exact name for a certain body part mm -hmm. and private parts as mm -hmm. well so that you're not saying like oh that's my fairy or something yeah. like that no that's yeah. that's my vagina or yeah. my vulva or something which like that. still shocks our family that b will just out and there and be like oh hurt my vagina <laughs> <laughs> doesn't she yeah because it's like you don't you're not um, using euphemisms for stuff, are you? It's nope. like, that is what it's called. Yeah. We don't make big deals out of it either. Like, if she says, oh, a penis, we're like, yep, yeah, penis. As a parent, I say yes to pretty much everything. And I save the no's for when I really need them. I wish I could be that parent. But alas, <laughs> I am not that parent. I'm not that parent, unfortunately. I'm a yes but. You're a yes, I, you're a yes but parent. I like to compromise everything. I start off by being a yes but parent and then very quickly turn to a no. I try my best most of the time to switch it to I will give you two other choices. I will give you two choices. So I would like to always let her choose but sometimes it is just no. And yeah. something I have had to keep saying is what does no mean? And she's like, oh no. Like, because it's not necessarily that I'm saying no for not for no reason. I will always give her a reason, but it's like she chooses to not hear me. She chooses yeah. to not acknowledge that reason and chooses not to listen to that reason. I know full well she understands it, but she is choosing not to... She'll just keep trying. She just asks for the same thing in different ways. Yeah, because she, she doesn't take no for an answer. Mm -mm. No, she doesn't. And that's why I used the yes, but a lot, because she doesn't listen to the word no, full stop. No, she doesn't. <laughs> if she's got other ideas... Yeah. Or she's got an idea in her head. She's very stubborn. She's going to get it she's so in some stubborn. way or another. Yeah. She's like you. So stubborn. Whereas I save time by doing the yes but. Yeah. But that's because you understand how her brain works because it's your brain. <laughs> it's a brain transplant. Don't you? Yeah. You look at how she is and it drives me up the flipping wall and you're like, no, I know exactly how her brain works because she's got an idea and it doesn't matter what you say to her, she's going to do it. She's so, so stubborn. Yeah. And Strong I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I tell my toddlers that fairies, monsters, Santas, etc. are all make-believe and we decide to pretend they're real if we want to. See, I think me and you as well would have differing opinions on this, wouldn't we? I will never lie to my child, it says. Yeah, I've got... No, I, I don't know. I've got, like, differing opinions. Like, the whole Father Christmas thing, mm. I really don't care about it. I, I like love the magic. Christmas, that's great. You get presents and stuff like that, but... The whole fantasy around like Santa being real, like I just don't get it at I, all. I love the magic. I think it will. And the, the the guilty side of being like, oh, you have to be good this year, otherwise Santa. Yeah, won't. I don't like that, and she, I don't know where she's gotten. I mean, it's probably TV programs and stuff, isn't it? She's very much like, oh, Santa won't bring me presents if I do that, and I'm like, yeah, oh, you don't I mean. need to feel that way. I don't like that, but I think I'm at the point. I've I do get what you mean, and I would be at the point that I'm not ever going to outright tell her. That it's not real. Mm. But if she asks, 
you know, what, what makes it not real? Like, if, you be- if you're experiencing it and it's fun and you want to believe it, yeah. that's cool, you carry on. Exactly. If it's yeah. like a spiritual connection to the thing, yeah, that's fine. That's mm. pretty much real, isn't it? But like, yeah, you I don't want to lie to her. <laughs> no, it's hard. It's, yeah, that's it. You don't want to lie to her. But like certain things, it's, yeah, it's hard because like, yeah, like fairies, I won't go into details, but there are obviously groups of people that believe in fairies. Well, that's the or thing. The, if you don't, if you don't know, the, the, we're not going to talk about. We them know you don't talk about. Them. <laughs> we know Father Christmas isn't real because we buy the presents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas fairies, that's like, a, oh well, we don't know about fairies, do we? Yeah. So it's in. Yeah, it's an interesting one. But yeah, I know what you mean. You don't want to lie to your child. But if you're saying like, oh, the fairies bring you your breakfast in the morning. I don't think... That's a lie. I don't think anything <laughs> like that should be used for guilt. Yeah. Like religion, I'm afraid. I don't think it should be used in a guilt way at all. Okay. Well, those are the ones from mamamia.com. Cool. Are you ready to dish out yeah, your spicy takes? Yeah, I think, I takes? think ours, ours are probably going to be definitely worse than those. Do you reckon? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> do you want to do yours first? Do you want to do one of yours first? Okay, my first one. Is I think sleep training is a load of shit. <laughs> Personally, I agree. I agree. Personal opinion. I think sleep training for is young a load kids, of shit. for like tiny babies and stuff like that. Oh, it's, it's, it's bullshit. It's stupid. I think, yeah, I don't understand why you, why us as humans are so obsessed with our newborns doing something that is completely unnatural to them. Oh my god, newborns especially. Yeah. Kids that are like under a year, mm. like they don't fucking sleep. Yeah. The thing is, I get, you know, as they get older, you know, there's people that do sleep, quote unquote, sleep training, where it's not really sleep training, but they like m- record their child's awake windows and know how, like, work out what their sleep needs are and things like that. Fine. If you've got the time to do that and you're that dedicated and your child is older and everything, you do you. But it, I don't agree at any point with leaving your child to cry in a dark room by themselves. Yeah, that's not for me. I don't want to put my child through unnecessary stress. That's fucked up, that side of it. I don't, I just don't see. And also, you know, it's recently been proven, hasn't it, that they still wake up just as frequently, but they just lay there because they know that crying isn't going to mean that you're not coming, which breaks my heart. That is, yeah, that's fucking like abuse, neglect, isn't it? I think so, yeah, personally. I wouldn't let If you've got like cry. a six month old I don't, that is waking up yeah. and just laying there awake. I don't see anything, you know, I get you have to take into consideration the parents' mental health as well. Yeah. I understand that. And we've been there with sleep deprivation. Oh, we've been there. We know. Yeah, we like, were there. B was hard. However. She's never slept right. No. <laughs> However, you, there's nothing wrong with, for example, if they're clean, they're dry, they're safe and the screaming is getting to, point, to the point that you're like, I'm going to end up you know, I'm worried because I'm so sleep deprived yeah. or anything like that. I'm yeah. scared. I'm scared with what I'm gonna if I'm gonna shout in their face or something awful like that. They're saying walking away for five minutes and them crying. You know, I get that you have to have a moment, or if you're another parent that can take over, fine. But leaving them to cry and purple cry, cry it out, cry, cry it out, it out for yeah. hours on end until they cry themselves to sleep. I'm sorry, I don't agree with it. Yeah, it oh, does not sit they're... right with me naturally. Like, they have thresholds, don't they, of, like, a certain amount of time they can be left yeah. to cry. So, also, like, minutes or whatever. Yeah. And also it's... But, like, if you're just sit, sitting there listening to the kid crying... Mm-hmm. It's also right. proven that it is stressful, increases cortisol, and long... 
periods of excessive cortisol release can have long-term effects on the brain development. So why would why would you be putting your child... It's trauma. Why would you be putting a baby through constant trauma? I don't get it. But then this is where I think it's messed up because our society has taught people that babies should sleep and yeah. you, you should all be sleeping and you should sleep when baby sleeps and da-da-da. But they don't teach you ways to do that without sleep training. Yeah. So, like, I understand co-sleeping is not promoted advised advised, and i'm not telling people to co-sleep however if you are exhausted and your child is feeding constantly or whatever what's more dangerous safely co-sleeping so following safe co-sleeping guidelines a bare bed no duvet no pillows literally a flat mattress them in a sleeping bag making sure they can't fall down aside you being the c-shape around them like all these safe things what is safer that or falling asleep with the baby in your arms. Yeah, exactly. Like, that is that is safer. And a lot of these like co quote unquote co sleeping deaths that people that have been reported tend to be on sofas and things where parents are so exhausted mm. they've fallen asleep, or one of the parents has been drinking, or you know it's suffocation by duvets because again the parents have quickly just put the baby down next to them, they've shut their eyes, you know they've fallen asleep because they're not taught how to safely co-sleep the thing that we forget as well is that a large majority of the planet do it yeah they do they get through and also a large majority of the planet don't put their newborns down their newborns are on them constantly yeah that's you know that's what baby carrying is and you know baby wearing they're just on them all the time um but yeah it's i think society has a lot to answer for especially the like you're in facebook groups for mums and stuff like that and people are like Oh, my two-month-old isn't sleeping. Yeah, and it's crazy the amount of people that don't understand. Like I started sleep training from when they were a month old. Yeah, things like that. The amount of people that don't understand that that is completely normal. Yeah, they're like my baby wakes every hour and feeding. Okay, how old are they? A week. Yeah, no shit. They're hungry. They're growing. They like they're establishing your milk if you're breastfeeding. You know they are developing at an insane rate. But there are people that like start sleep training after a year or like two mm-hmm, years. So mm-hmm. I, like I get that side of things. If yeah. they've done that a year, I think, and they like that. There's no other options for them because yeah. I remember we were at the we were at the point of like wanting to sleep train after a year, but it was like it's a year now. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> See, but again, that was that wasn't. We didn't want to sleep train. I I always thought about if I could get to a point that I could have a discussion with her and she understood me. Yeah. Would it be different? But it didn't. It wasn't going to work. She used and said. I remember even saying to you know we even we got her the owl the Ollie owl. Oh Ollie owl. Yeah. She didn't want to because she didn't care about the timings. It wasn't a case of she just didn't want to stay in her bed. She wanted us, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it wasn't... And then we just let her in the bed and yeah, that was fine. It wasn't a child that didn't want to go to bed and wanted to be up and play and do things that isn't... She's not able to do. She didn't want to be up and play. She wanted us. She wanted a cuddle. She wanted to go to sleep. She just didn't want to go to sleep in her bed by herself. Fine. I'm not yeah. going to fight you. Like, you need comfort. That's all right. I'd roll over in the night and want a hug. You'd give me a hug. You probably fucking wouldn't. You'd push Aww. me away. But, yeah. I that That's my first little hot take that's I a don't, spicy one that's a spicy I think. one i personally don't support sleep training yeah but as i said if you 
are looking in the science Each side to their of it own. and yeah, Each to their and own, doing... but I, I really disagree with it with the young babies. Yeah. yeah, and you're like awake windows and things. If you're going off of that, fine, you do you. But I don't have the fucking time to do that. <laughs> it's gonna be true. Chuck them in bed. Yeah, and my, I'm again, every human will go to sleep at some point, and some people do have lower sleep needs than others. Yeah. Okay, mine's not as spicy as yours, mm-hmm. but I think dinner should be served at 3.30pm. I'm sorry? <laughs> I think dinner should be served at 3.30pm. I would be the size or, of... Or four. Like, that's, I think that's like my dinner window. That's your peak dinner time. That's, that's but... supper. That's like a supper. Why is it like a supper? It is, it's supper. Well, so it's late I used lunch. to have like a little supper when I'd got home from school. <laughs> I did. You called it supper. supper. Thought supper's for the evening. Oh well, I used to have a little supper before when I got home from school. But that's when I think dinner should be because a little extra sandwich or something. Well, like you can either have it as a late lunch and just have a big meal as your dinner, but I just find it so painful when you have to. I don't know. You finish work, for Mm. example. And then it's like encroaching on the kids' bedtime and you've got to cook dinner and then you've got to bath them. I do and you've agree. all got to yeah. do it within like yeah. an hour or two. I do, yeah, I agree. As a, from a parent side of things, yes, it makes life a lot easier. Actually. Whereas like all the, like those Sundays where like you have a, a lunch at like three or three thirty. Mm, it is good. You're like, everyone's fed, we can watch a movie together now yeah. and then do bath. Like and I would do that every day if yeah, I could. Yeah, no, you are right. Yeah, it's quite good actually. Yeah. yeah, and just maybe just skip lunch and have a late lunch. I don't know. I'm breastfeeding, so I'd like I'd have I'd chuck that <laughs> supper in there as just an extra meal, mate. Yeah, so hungry. But like polysite Alex, shout out. He roasted me on Twitter. It was like, how old are you? He's <laughs> you wanting to eat dinner at three thirty? Yeah, and be, in, be in bed by eight. <laughs> the dream. Oh, be, we used to do that. We didn't did. We? we did when I was pregnant with B. We, we used to get in bed, in bed at eight. At eight. It was the best. Yeah, oh, I miss those days. Oh. If right. you were allowed to sleep in our bed, dog, you would live for that. <laughs> Eight o'clock bedtime. She'd love that. What's your second take then? My second take is children should not be allowed to approach random dogs and straight dogs. That would wind some people up. It would. Wouldn't it? It would. If you told them that your yep. kid can't touch my dog, yep, which I do, I do really tell defensive. people that I do tell people they can't touch my dog. Yeah, yep, um, yeah. Again, our generation very, very good at advocating for their children and their children's autonomy and all of this shit, but not very good at um, advocating for their pets' autonomy. Um, dog bites have increased, especially since COVID, um, but. Dog ownership's only gone up by fifteen percent, I think. And dog um, and deaths, deaths from dog bites, mm-hmm. especially children. Mm-hmm. Like for twenty twenty three, like it's ridiculous. It's crazy, and a lot of it, I think, comes from the fact that people don't understand the animals that they're sharing their homes with, and don't respect their personal space. I have seen, I mean, on Instagram, I get. I see it come up all the time. People are letting their kids crawl into their dog's crates. Mm. It's like, that is your dog's personal space. If you crate train your animal, you know, that's another controversial thing. Some people don't support crate training. Personally, we can't get into pet takes today. I, we're not going to get into pet takes. <laughs> I personally do support crate training, especially if you have a dog yeah. with children, because they need their own space um, and their own little den area. 
So B from an, literally before we even got Win and we knew we were rescuing her and I got the crate. She was tiny at the time. We don't go in there. You do not she's go never in there. Even she's never tried to. ever even tried to go in there. Because yeah. I've I've taught her not to. She doesn't go on the dog's beds because yeah. she knows that's the dog's space. She doesn't take anything from the dog unless the dog brings it to her because I've taught her not to go up and take stuff off the dog. She doesn't go near her when she's eating. You leave the dog alone when you're eating. Like, it blows my mind. And outside as well, people will let their children just go up. Leg it like, towards your dog. Leg it towards dogs. Like, mm. run over to... I understand. As a child, I was always so excited to see a dog. So excited. I mean, my child is the bee is the polar opposite. She couldn't give a flying f. <laughs> she's obviously been around animals her entire life, and she's like, "Yep, yeah, it's a dog. All right, yeah, mom, it's calm a dog. down." Unless like, it's a cat, I'm not interested. Yeah, she likes cats, but dogs, she literally couldn't give two flying f's about. But I remember as a kid being like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I really hope I can say hello to that dog." But I would never, ever, ever just put my hand out and touch a dog. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go anywhere near. No, if you want to dogs, touch a dog, yeah. ask the owner. And if the owner says no, I'm really sorry. You know, I don't want you to touch my dog. Fair enough. Don't throw a paddy about it. And but I mean, we had it at our old house when we took when that she, she was a bit younger to the park. Well, B was going in the park. You're getting pestered by a kid, weren't you? It was a toddler. It was yeah. like a child. Like I mean, that was a, a child. Um, this poor little kid must have been like not even, what just about two. And this kid literally came tottering out. Parents nowhere to be seen. Arms out, stretched out, going towards Winnie. And she was giving me all the signs, body language signs, that she was uncomfortable. She wasn't growling, she wasn't snarling, wasn't barking, anything like that. Because she lives with a child, so she's very, obviously, understanding. But she was, you know, showing me the whites of her eyes, panting, yawning, doing, turning her head away, doing all the signs that she really did not want this small human to grab her. So I put myself in between her and the child, and I said... Didn't I? I shouted, whose dog is who's um whose dog is this? Whose child is this? Mm. Woman comes over. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got a dog at home. So he really likes dogs. And I was like, that's great, but you don't know this dog. Mm. She also was wearing a bandana that said nervous. Yeah. Like, you don't know this dog. You can't let your child go up. And the thing is, is we're teaching kids, kids are learning human body language. They're learning communication, human communication. We shouldn't expect them to be able to understand a dog's body language, that is down to the parent and the parent should be advocating for their pet as well. So, yes, that's my take. I don't believe that children should be allowed to do whatever they want with animals. Listen to our pet safety episode from season two. Yes. If you want to hear more. Yeah. Hear <laughs> Sammy get on her soapbox. Yeah, on my soapbox. <laughs> Advocate for your poor fur babies as well. Or oh. don't have them. Simple as. They have to have their space respected. Luna. She coming up in this not respecting the dog space. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Okay, my second take. Dressing your kids up as adults is not cute. I agree, which was what my third was. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. We've done the same one. That's fine. That's fine. We can do that. Yeah. Dressing your kids up as adults. It freaks me out. Uh, same. I don't, Completely freaks I don't me out. I don't understand it. Putting your kids in beige adult clothing. Yeah, or like, yeah, like babies in jeans and that kind of stuff. Freaks like, me out. Like, I, I get it if you want to buy your kid like a nice pair of branded shoes or whatever, like Vans or something like that. That like they're going to get wear out of, like, yeah. it makes sense. Like, we we bought um, B some used Vans, didn't mm -hmm. we, over the years? Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. Maybe because they're fucking good shoes as well. Yeah. Like they get last. them on Depop. Yeah, love a bit of Depop or Vinted. No, I know, I don't get it. Or like, 
some people are obsessed with putting baby girls in tights. I hate tights. <laughs> I hate tights on yeah. babies. But like, yeah, actually putting them in clothes to yeah. make them look grown up. Freaks me out. Yeah, completely fucked. You don't get much time as a kid, do you? No. And I, I never got it when I was younger. Like before I had kids, I remember being like, oh, if I have a little boy, I can't wait to dress him like like a mini you. With his little jeans on and his little fans, his little hat and everything. In a suit. And, yeah. And and then I had, and I used to rip into my mum. Because my mum used to dress me in crazy colours as a child. Mm. Um, and being ginger, my God, the look of it. But I used to take the piss out of her for that. But so having kids, I'm like, actually, do you know what? You're only a kid for a small amount of time. Wear whatever the hell you want to wear. If you want to dress as a rainbow fairy, you dress as a rainbow fairy. <laughs> I don't care. If you want to dress as Elsa for the day, you dress as Elsa for the day. Like, you know, if your kid really likes, I don't know, Batman and they want to just wear Batman merchandise. There we go. Fine. But there are people, I've seen it on TikTok, where it's like, oh, I hate seeing kids in Paw Patrol um, merchandise or like Hey Dougie stuff. And it's like, they're kids. Yeah, they like it. Yeah, it's not about you. you but yeah, you can't get on board with like the beige and I the grey. I don't grays. understand it. I, I love. I, I don't mind dressing kids in the black, like the alternative stuff, because even when we were younger, alternative style's always been quite expressionate anyway. Yeah. And if your kid is interested in like, I want to wear a load of skulls, then you go, kid. You wear a load of skulls. But I'm not being funny. I doubt very much a child is going to go, oh, yeah, that lovely beige jumper, I want that. <laughs> are yeah. they? I mean, if they do, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But not many kids are picking chinos out, are they? No. No. But we let... Be- I mean, B's wardrobe, not being funny, not my wardrobe, is it? Yeah. I wouldn't... As this At this age, I would not have been living in um, dresses and quite girly tops and frozen merchandise and stuff like that. She's obsessed. Disney princesses. Yeah, but then vice versa. She's also obsessed with Night Before Christmas and has Jack and Sally trousers. Yeah. Like, she has a real mix of interests and likes. Just whatever she feels for the day. She does, yeah. And I think that's how it should be. I don't understand the dressing kids as little mini adults. You're, you're, you're full of spicy takes. Have you got a backup for your number three? If I've, I've stolen your number three, have you got a backup for yours? I do now. You took it from me. I'm so sorry. I know something that I do that people might not like is the fact that I try not to have children's toys in the living room. Oh, okay. Have you noticed? Well, I do, but they're away. Yeah, we pack them away every yeah. day. Don't yeah. We? So I love the idea of free play. I'm all for it. And when B was younger, yes, we had her toys out in the living room and she helped herself and everything, but we lived in a much smaller house. Yeah. Now we live in a much bigger house. She has that free access to all they of her toys. They were still put away, though, weren't they? Like, in boxes and, and No, they, but they were on a shelf that she could always see. Yeah. And help herself. And that's how her bedroom is, is she can just help herself to her toys whenever she likes. But that's where I'd like her to play, is her bedroom. Yeah. Because I want that to be her area. And also, we're now at the point as well where the living room... I want it for me. Like, honestly, if you could see our living room... I mean, it's a very me living room, isn't it? It's not a very you living room. <laughs> At the moment. We haven't done any decorating or anything No, yet, no. We? But it's very, it's quite like dark. And yeah, I like sort of a dark style where my child obviously is all about rainbows and fairies and fun things. So her bedroom's all these colours. And then in here is very, very dark. Um, but yeah, we need the live. I personally think the living room should be like a family space where you can all just come and chill. Also, you know, the animals are in here. Yeah. Sometimes I need to put shrimps on the floor for a bit of tummy time or whatever, you know. So it needs... I can't have her toys everywhere. 
But we, she's allowed to bring her toys down to play in the living room. Yeah, In the daytime, that's fine. And yeah. then what I do is I normally, the dog goes into the office with you or the shrimps will go in a bouncer or whatever. But it's just like, I find it easier to manage our crazy life as it is with our multiple living things that we are responsible for by having the living room quite organised. Yeah, like, and you're empty. not going to trip over like Mm-mm. a fucking, I don't know, car or something yeah. walking through or trip over I mean, those bouncy egg things yeah. that she's had since she was two. <laughs> don't want to fall over anything. Don't want her to lose anything. Don't want the dog to eat anything. Yeah. Like, it's just not worth the hassle. That's it's, fair. Yeah, so I know some people would disagree I've never with noticed that. that. There's no toys in no, there. No, I don't. I got to the... Got they're to the in point. the cupboard. They're in the cupboard. They're away. But that was also because we got a dog and, mm. you know, foreign bodies and potential resource garden and all that stuff. I don't want to have to deal with that and also the fact that I think as she's gotten older it's nice for her to have her little room and she loves it when her friends come around she's like come see my bedroom <laughs> yeah loves being able to have that free access play and the new layout of our new house as well is that I can have the stair gate open and she can just come up and down yeah as she pleases yeah um yeah it's that little sort of bit of independence but at the same time we are still keeping it sort of our mutual space oh cute yeah. Mine's not so cute, my last one. Go on. Other people's babies are ugly. <gasps> Daniel, you went there. They are. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry. Especially, I'm really sorry if I've ever said your baby looks cute because I was lying. Right. Straight Hang up. On. Hang on. This, now I think this is a bit of a male thing. I could be wrong. And please correct me if I'm wrong. And I'm not saying this in a horrible sexist way. I'm saying this as a logical trying to think look at it logically mother nature is going to make you think that because you would not want other males young around yeah i mean just straight up i just i've never looked at someone's kid and been like wow that's cute there's a reason why all so babies I, I look like their dads toddler age is cute for me like i quite like it when they're like well they're little talk, friends yeah they're talking and they're running around sometimes they're really really gross obviously when they're toddlers but they say funny things and like mm. they make me laugh and all that kind of stuff. But ba- the baby stage, I think all babies are ugly, apart from my own, obviously, because I freaking love shrimps. <laughs> and B, when she was a little baby, was so cute, and she was like, I don't know, she got me onto the onto the thought. I was like, oh, maybe maybe babies are cute, but then I'd see someone else's and be like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I only love my own kids. See, I love babies, don't I? I'm such a, yeah, like, you're a baby slave one. to my hormones. You'll like, look at someone else's baby and be like, wow, that is the cutest little thing I've ever like, seen. Look at that baby's eyeballs. They're so cute. But I know what you mean. Like, my own babies will always be the cutest babies I've ever seen. But I do love the baby stage. I love the baby stage. Oh, I would just... live the baby stage over and over and over and over again if I could. But I would not live the toddler stage over and over and over again. <laughs> it's bloody hard. Yeah. But yeah, I love babies. But I know what you mean. But I'm and not, I can't be alone in that. It's I don't think you are. I'm... I honestly, I, I would be interested to hear if it is a bit of a bloke thing. And it does make sense because you, there's a reason why babies come out looking like you. Is Mother Nature is like, this you're young, don't throw out the tree. <laughs> Pretty much. I think I've made this joke before, but I was like, don't throw it in the wood chipper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is yours. Please don't get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Winnie loves the babies. She thinks they're her babies. She particularly likes a little cheesy shrimp hand. 
doesn't she? Every time the baby puts a little hand out, she's like, oh, I have a little suck on those. Yeah, or little toes. Yeah. If we're holding her and her socks come off, she's like, ooh, I'm going to do Have a little lick. Disgusting. But that was it. Those are our spicy takes for today. Spicy takes for today. I'm sorry if I offended you. Um, Me too. And sauce. your ugly baby. <laughs> Stop it. You can't call babies ugly. They're not. They're like... Does it just cute. make you think of that baby in the waiting room and knocked up? That <laughs> <laughs> looks like a little alien. Yeah, like... <laughs> it does. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. Just don't show me pictures of your babies, please. Oh. <laughs> Is it so what about like your siblings' babies? Yeah. Like, like family babies. Can you I, see the cuteness there? Yeah, I can see the cuteness. But like, I'm not like, oh, give me that baby now. I'm like, okay, I get it. You have that with your babies, though. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've got, I've got to kiss that little fuzzy Every time hen. I see shrimps, I'm like, please give me the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you just are also very happy that shrimps is such a cuddly baby because Bee oh, was not a cuddly baby. She no. did not want to be held. She wanted she to be just, put down and roll around and scream. She was always pushing off you, wasn't she? Yeah. Always trying to get away. Yeah. Whereas shrimps, is. shrimps is like a little, like she'll snuggle into you. you. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Best and feeling. she puts her little hand on your face now as well, doesn't she? When she sees you, she's like, ah, <laughs> daddy. She, she lulls you into a false sense of confidence. Though, she reaches her little chubby hand up, puts it on your face, and you're like, oh, it's so cute. And then she just pinches the shit out of it. Just rakes your face yeah. with her fingernails. She does. But yeah, in, I guess in conclusion, like different strokes for different folks. I think so. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. We've probably said something that is just absolutely outrageous for some of you. Mm-hmm. Some of you are probably like, oh my God, I feel that so deeply in my body, mm. in my soul. Some of you have probably reported us to Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But either way, different strokes for different folks. Indeed. Get on with it, folks. What? Where did that saying come from? Because I instantly think of jacking off. I know that's bad. <laughs> That's what I think of. Oh, I'm, I'm going sorry. to now you said it. <laughs> Where do you think that came from? I have no idea. We need to find that out. Tune in next week to find, to find out, out where it came from. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you again next Friday. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Smash that button. I'm going to keep doing it. You're going to make that a thing I'm now. I'm going to make that a thing. <laughs> we'll catch you again next time. Bye-bye. Love you, bye. Bye.